we, as parents, cannot bear when our own children leave us and join and accept and obey others as their parents. The same should be applied to our Heavenly Father as well. How can He accept when we, His own children, accept the enemy, the devil, as our Father with our deeds? Hence, I have decided to bring forth the truth to everyone's notice and enlighten this world through this book. Having an able mind to think sensibly, we always plan and step forward for any work to do. We usually have enough preparation and get everything ready before we go to school, college or office. Our preparation can be guessed, when we plan to go abroad. Astronomers plan years together before they hit a space mission. Everyone desires to go to heaven after they die. Surprisingly, they seldom think how they can make it. Let us examine ourselves once. After being baptized, we are usually under an impression that we are eligible for entering into heaven and we appear to be confident enough. What else do we do? We go to church on Sundays, spend some time there. Even our reading style should also be checked once. We pick out some suitable verses for us in the Bible. Implementing only them in our lives, we feel that we are leading true Christian lives. For example, we read the verse. The church was earnestly praying to God for him. As it is written in the Bible in the book of Acts chapter 12 verse 5. Having, read this, we also pray together as a church. We like praying much. I do not say that we should not or need not pray. But what is it that we are praying for? Is it not always for our physical needs? Fine. The church, in the first century, not only prayed but also went through something that we seldom look at in the Bible. Study the following once. When we read in the Bible in the book of Acts chapter 8 verse 1. On that day a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Why did the church have to be persecuted? Their objectives, thoughts and deeds were different. They did not just pray but they put on Christ perfectly and lived as he did here. They possessed his qualities. They walked in his steps. And hence, this world could not bear it and persecuted. Let us question ourselves how often we check the works of the first church. See how the Lord Jesus Christ lived here. Read the words of God which is written in the book of Hebrew chapter 5 verse 7. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverent submission. He lived with a great amount of spiritual burden. He was always concerned how he could bring everyone to the feet of God, the Father. Do we have the same burden? Living for God and doing his work is not a bed of roses. It is difficult and has many hardships. Unfortunately, we come to Jesus to get freed from all problems and difficulties. But we never leave any of our own works though some of them are difficult to do. We are always occupied in our thoughts and in our works, aren't we? Let us see in the Bible in the book of Philippians chapter 2 verse 21. Everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. 
in order to enjoy worldly pleasures, many of us strive all the time. We strongly wish to save as much as possible in our bank accounts. Our joy has no bounds while the figure gets increased. It is seen in everyone's life, right from the common man to the richest one. We cannot imagine how much is stored in Swiss bank, in Switzerland. Therefore, all our thoughts roam around our bank accounts. That is why the Lord said. God made it written in the Bible in the New Testament in the first book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 21. For where your treasure is, the your heart will be also. All we are well aware of the fact that without taking anything, do we leave this world. Despite knowing this, we are always after these worldly possessions. To enlighten us, our Lord cautioned us by saying, God made it written in the Bible in the New Testament in the first book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 19, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Let us see in the Bible in the book of, Luke chapter 12 verse 15. And life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. And then he strongly advised and guided us with the following. God made it written in the Bible in the New Testament in the first book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 20. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. How many times must we have read the above? But we never take it seriously. When God assures us of the safety of our treasure there, we must give a sincere and serious thought to this. He wants us to store up our treasures in heaven. How is it possible for us to do so? What is the way to this? Let us recall the wonderful part from the Bible in this context. As it is written in the Bible in the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 27. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and, love your neighbor as yourself. Firstly, we must have the heavenly thoughts and concerns in our hearts all the time. We must know and feel the complete relationship between God and us. We must also learn what He has done for us. This is possible only when we meditate on the Word of God, the Bible. And then we must do something else. Let us ponder over the following. God made it written in the Bible in the New Testament in the first book of Matthew chapter 19 verse 21. Jesus answered, If you want to be perfect, go, sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. The word poor in the above part does not speak about the poor whom we see in the society. All they are spiritually poor. To understand more clearly, let us see. As it is written in the Bible in the book of Luke chapter 4 verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. So, God considers those who do not have his word to be the poor. From this point of view, we can say that the richest man in the world is one of the poorest since he does not have the word of God with him. It is the primary duty of those who has accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior and got baptized to take this good news to the needy. This includes a lot of expenses. We must sacrifice our belongings and be ready to invest our possessions for his work. And so the Lord asked us to get ready even to sell our assets in taking the gospel to the poor. 
it is very difficult to understand. Even the disciples could not understand his mind. When a woman brought expensive perfume for the Lord and anointed him, they tried to advise her to spend her money for the poor. Immediately Jesus said to them, God made it written in the Bible in the New Testament in the first book of Matthew chapter 26 verse 6 to 13. The poor you will always have with you, but you will not always have me. When she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. By being ready to sacrifice anything for the God's work, we can store up our treasures in the heaven. Even the forefathers, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob lived with the same attitude. They knew who they were. Their focus was on the heaven but not on the promised land, Canaan. They very much remembered the country where they came from and that made them become eligible for the admission. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised, they only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. When we read in the Bible in the book of Hebrew chapter 11 verse 13 to 16, we must possess the same attitude to join them. Being after these worldly riches will always push us into hell. Read the following once. Let us see in the Bible in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 9. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. Read the words of God which is written in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 10. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people, eager for money, have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Read and understand because as it is written in the book of James chapter 5 verse 1. Now listen, you rich people, weep and wail because of the misery that is coming on you. When we read in the Bible in the book of Proverbs chapter 11 verse 28. Those who trust in their riches will fall. Having warned against riches, the Lord God also guided us by saying. Let us see in the Bible in the book of Hebrew chapter 13 verse 5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. If we keep being after these treasures, we shall certainly join the rich man invades. He could not get at least one drop of water there. God has written in the Bible in the book of Luke chapter 16 verse 23. In Hades, where he was in torment, he looked up and saw Abraham far away, with Lazarus by his side. God has given every one of us a great opportunity to work for him here. If we bury this opportunity, we will be considered as the one in the following. God made it written in the Bible in the New Testament in the first book of Matthew chapter 25 verse 24 and 25. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. 
See, here is what belongs to you. As you know, the master did not spare him. And when he saw another servant who used his talent greatly, he rewarded him. God made it written in the Bible in the New Testament in the first book of Matthew chapter 25 verse 23. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things, I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. There were many faith warriors, in the Bible, who used their talents in the work of God. They showed their faith by the deeds not by the words. For which they were terribly persecuted. They conquered this world with their faith and entered, paradise and are waiting for us to join the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us peep into the Bible in the book of Hebrew chapter 11 verse 32 to 40. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. There were others who were tortured, refusing to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning, a, they were sawed in two, they were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted and mistreated, 38 The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, living in caves and in holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised, since God had planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. There were also many people who were reckless and negligent and were under impression that everything was cool for them. Then they received a horrible piece of news through the prophet. No one knows their future. Nobody knows when he or she will die or when the Lord comes. Doom has come upon you, upon you who dwell in the land. The time has come. The day is near. When we read in the Bible in the book of Ezekiel chapter 7 verse 7. There is panic, not joy, on the mountains. Read the words of God which is written in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 12. No one knows when their hour will come. Instead of repenting and changing our hearts, even after hearing the messages like this, we pose several questions supporting our negative attitude before the sight of the Lord God. God made it written in the Bible in the Old Testament in the last book of Malachi chapter 2 verse 17. You have wearied the Lord with your words. How have we wearied him? You ask? Let us keep the lives of the prophets and the apostles in the Bible. They sacrificed their lives in the process of saving their fellow brothers. But see what they are doing in the paradise. God made it written in the Bible in the New Testament in the last book of Revelation chapter 6 verse 10. They called out in a loud voice, How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood?
a true Christian always suffers for Christ, for which he must praise God since he has got a great opportunity to be in the sufferings for him. Observe and understand the words of God written in the Bible in the book of 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 16. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. When we live like this, God and his presence will be with us. God made it written in the Bible in the New Testament in the last book of Revelation chapter 21 verse 3 and 4. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look! God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. Let us see in the Bible in the book of Zechariah chapter 2 verse 10. For I am coming, and I will live among you, declares the Lord. God made it written in the Bible in the New Testament in the last book of Revelation chapter 21 verse 26. The glory and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Having read this, you must start focusing on storing up your treasures in the heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. The reward what we will receive from God in the second coming is invaluable, incomparable, immeasurable and unimaginable. Even the entire creation is awaiting it. Read the words of God which is written in the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 18 and 19. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. The creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Let us see in the Bible in the book of Mark chapter 12 verse 41 to 44. Recall the attitude of the poor widow in the Bible. Having given the keys of the kingdom of heaven to Apostle Peter. God made it written in the Bible in the New Testament in the first book of Matthew chapter 16 verse 19. The Lord has opened the door for us to enter into it. He opened it on festive day of Pentecost. Unfortunately, today's false preachers are closing the doors for us by showing worldly pleasures to get by coming to Jesus. Read the words of God which is written in the book of Luke chapter 11 verse 52. Woe to you false preachers! You have taken away the key to knowledge. You yourselves will not enter and hinder those who try to enter. Therefore, let us guard ourselves from such teachings. I wish to conclude this by reminding you once again that you must store up your treasure in the heavenly safety locker by thinking about the will of God and by doing the will of God.